Hello there. You've discovered TalkZone.com, the best in Internet talk radio. Now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Medical costs keep rising, and as part of that, prescription drug costs are hitting us all hard for those of us who take prescription drugs. Is there a way to save money on your prescription drugs? Well, joining us on InfoTrack is pharmacist and author Rick Melcher. Rick, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. Now, you've co-authored a book called Smart Buys Drugwise: How to Save a Fortune on Prescription and Over-the-Counter Drugs. Tell us, first of all, this book is over 500 pages. Are there that many secrets to saving money on drugs in today's world? Well, we have quite a few different tips. Basically, there's seven major ones to examine each individual drug. But why the Smart Buys Drugwise is so large is because we have over 120 charts in there. Basically, if you go to the back of the book in the index, look up the drug or your medical condition, you can then go to that chart. And if you're on that medication, great. If you're not, you talk to the doctor and say, hey, is this something that might work for me because I'm tired of spending all this money on my prescriptions. Last year, we spent over $200 billion, I think it was right around $250 billion on prescriptions alone. Wow, that's a lot of money. Now, tell us about the seven uh, tips that you advocate for saving money on prescription drugs. Okay, number one, and please do not do this little trick I'm about to tell you. Some people are aware of it, but talk to your pharmacist before you do that, and that is cutting your tablets in half. Let's look at Lipitor. That was the number one drug in 2003, over $5 billion in sales. It comes in four strengths, a 10, 20, 40, and 80 milligram. And many people think, hey, I'm taking a 20 milligram. If I'm going to take the 40, I'm going to spend twice as much. Most drugs are not priced that way. Typically, they're 30, 40, 50% more. If you shop around for Lipitor and other blood pressure medication or what have you, they are priced the same. I was able to find prices for all four strengths the same. So if you were taking a 20 milligram, a pretty fair price is around $120 for uh, 30 tablets. That's a one-month supply. Wow, I did not realize it's that expensive. It's horribly expensive, but so is the 40 milligram. It's still $120. But you can cut those tablets in half if you're on the 20 dose, and then you're all set. Right, cut it in half. You now cut your drug cost in half as well. So you're going to save at least $60 a month. That's over $700 a year. Now, could you buy the 80s and cut them into quarters? On that particular tablet, probably not very accurately because it's oblong. But there are other medications in which you can do that. Hmm. So, but again, safety first. Talk to your pharmacist because there are some tablets you would not want to cut. What would be your next tip? Buying in quantity. A lot of people believe that just buying that one-month supply going in every month is about the best you can do. But pharmacies, like any other commodity, the more you buy, the higher quantity, you're going to break that unit price down. So typically, most pharmacies have a built-in cost reduction per tablet if you buy in a 90 or a 100 count. I've had some people just buy a whole darn year of like their water pills, which is real inexpensive for $30, $40, and they're done for the whole year, and they save 11 trips. That's a good one. What would be your next tip? Always talk to your doctor about buying less expensive alternatives. 
that's where your prescription originates, obviously. But many people tend to be a little bit afraid of that MD degree and that certificate on the wall, and they're afraid to ask questions. But you need to be your own advocate. And so asking your doctor, you know, why are you giving me this sample? Usually those are going to cost you more money, those prescriptions are, when you get to the pharmacy counter. They're free at the doctor's office, but you pay for those. Those aren't really free when you get to the pharmacy counter. Just to continue running down these tips you have to save money on prescription drugs, what would be your next one? Getting the most out of your insurance company. If you look at a lot of the plans out there, you can get a 90-day supply for the same copay that you're paying for a 30-day supply. You may have to go mail order, but if you cut your cost 60-some percent, that's definitely one to look at. Not all insurance companies offer that, but definitely one to investigate. We did an interesting one that actually combined the last two. When you looked at large quantities and you look at getting the most out of your insurance, I met a gentleman in January that was getting his thyroid medication monthly. It wasn't very expensive. It was a little over $200 a year. I think it was $16, $17 a month. But he was a very busy businessman and just got tired of having to make the monthly trips. His insurance would not allow him any more than one month supply at a time. So I said, well, let me think about this a second. And so I went to my computer. He had just walked in with a new prescription. He had been taking his medication, but he just saw his physician. I said, hey, if we just fill this whole prescription for you for a year and we skip your insurance company, I can save you $80 because my cash price buying that large quantity of 365 tablets is cheaper than what your insurance is and I can save you 11 trips in gas. And with the price of gas nowadays, that really is quite a saving. So have a good relationship with your pharmacist, too, not just your doctor, because as you're just saying, as a pharmacist, you were able to help somebody potentially save a lot of money there. Yes, your pharmacist is free. It doesn't cost anything to go talk to your pharmacist. How much does it cost to talk to your doctor? Sure, and we're talking to Rick Melcher, who's a registered pharmacist and co-author of Smart Buys Drugwise. Rick, you have a couple more tips for us just overall to save money on buying drugs yeah just general ones you know compare prices a lot of people think that prices are the same i just had a lady just last week she said gosh how come you're cheaper where you're at and i said well prices vary from pharmacy to pharmacy so just like any other thing that you're buying you want to do some shopping around and compare prices now the thing that's very very important about doing that however let's say you're taking five medications you want all five medications at the same pharmacy don't cherry pick and buy one medication because it's cheapest at one pharmacy and then go to pharmacy B and buy another medication or two because the pharmacist cannot monitor your drug interactions that way. So take the lowest grand total and stay at that pharmacy. Don't run around from pharmacy to pharmacy. What about buying your pharmaceutical drugs online? Is that a good way to go or not? There's some savings there. You can do pretty well. We definitely recommend that you really research who you're purchasing with. There is a good website called N like Nancy, A, B like boy, P like Paul, dot net. NABP is the National Association Board of Pharmacies, and they inspect pharmacies. And if you go to that website, those Internet pharmacies will be listed, and they will have a VIPS seal, V-I-P-P-S. That's kind of like a good housekeeping seal of approval is the best way I can explain it. But those pharmacies have had to go through the policies and procedures and been inspected. And so you know they're legitimate, safe pharmacies to deal with. Rick, how about buying your prescription drugs from Mexico or Canada? We hear a lot about that. Is that a good idea? That's in the news all the time. Mexico, we say no. Basically, if you look at the standpoint, medication is like food. It has to be stored under proper conditions, so temperature and humidity are definite issues. 
So unless you were able to inspect that pharmacy, if you went down there, that's maybe one thing. I can tell you horror stories of my own personal patients that have been hospitalized, so they didn't save any money by getting medication in Mexico. Hmm. So we avoid that one. Canada, some pretty good savings up there now. However, this may dry up because just the end of February, the Canadian Prime Minister was looking at passing legislation that was going to prohibit any physician in Canada from writing a prescription for a patient unless they were physically seen by that physician. So if that occurs, that's going to affect a large majority of people being able to get their medication there, both Internet and if you're driving across the border. Sure. One thing that you mentioned I wanted to ask you, what does this mean, a medicine toolbox? It sounds like something you're supposed to have. Yes. Well, kind of be prepared. And this little tip that I'm putting together is basically to be ready with over-the-counter products in your house. It's kind of like having a screwdriver and a hammer and a drill, those kind of things. You don't usually just run down to the store. You kind of have a built-up toolbox. So you do this with your medicine chest or your medicine toolbox. And things like for diarrhea, you don't want to have to head down to the pharmacy when you're having a bout of diarrhea. So Imodium is a great one. There's many store brands. It's inexpensive. Have that on hand. Things for nausea and vomiting. Obviously, when you're so ill like that, the last thing you want to have to do is try and drag yourself down, especially if you have nobody else to go for you. So there's a product called Emetrol, E-M-E-T-R-O-L, that's very handy to have around, and there are store brands of that. If you don't have this, this is one of the things that we do, why Smart Buys DrugWise is 560 pages, is we have a lot of little grayed-in shaded boxes, and this is one of those shaded boxes. If you're so nauseated and you have nobody to run to the store, just have a warm Coke sitting around the house. Hmm. Pour it back and forth between two glasses to lose the fizz. You want it room temperature, and it has to be the regular Coke, not the Diet Coke. You want that sugar in there. Hmm. And just sip on small amounts of that. We used that in the hospital for many, many years, and that really helps settle the stomach down to where you can maybe get a little bit of a grip there. Well, the book is Smart Buys, Drug Wise. Rick Melcher, pharmacist, is the co-author. A lot of good information in there. Thanks for joining us today on InfoTrack. Thanks for having me on, Chris. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.